Kiddushin daf ayin hayat, the last thing we were discussing was a Kohen being with an Almana, at what point would he get more than one set of Makot? And same thing with the Kohen who's with the Gerusha, at what point you would get more than one set of Makot? We talked about in what situation do we add one Isur on top of the other? And we stressed the point that you, uh, the, the Halala situation could only come as a result of, uh, of a relationship that is Asur in regards to Keuna. And we ended up saying that if a, if a Kohen was with the sister, they're asur to each other because of being siblings, not because of kehuna. So she becomes a zona, not a halala. And then if they're with each other again, it would be Kohen being with the zona, and she now becomes a halala. And with that, we're going to start Ayn Chet Amud Aleph, second line in where it says Amar of Yehuda. Now we're on the third line. So Rav Yehuda explains, Kohen Gadol be'almana loke shetaim. If a Kohen Gadol... Does kiddushin and he is with an almana lokeg shtaim. He gets two makot ahat when he's mekadesh. It says mishum loikah. It says almana gushav halazona. It ede loikah. So when it says loikah means that you're doing a kiddushin. The ahat mishum loyahalel. And when he's with her after the kiddushin, he makes her a halala. He's not allowed to make her a halala. The gemara says yeba velil kinami mishum loyahalel zaro. But he should also get makot for making his children. Halalim. So the Gemara answers, He didn't finish his bi'ah, and therefore there was no zera inside. So he made her a halala, but his zera did not become a, a halalim. And there's a fascinating mahloket that at uh, what point would he get his makot, according to Tosfot Rosh, Tosfot Red, that when he finishes his bi'ah, he would get uh, three makot, even if she did not become pregnant from him. Since this is a bi'ah that's ra'uil azriyat, this, uh, this is a bi'ah that can become a pregnancy. However, the Rambam says only two makot, and the Magid Mishneh adds to the Rambam that when she does become pregnant, at that point she'll, he'll get his uh, third set of makot. Very kedai to look into this mahloket, very kedai. So now the Gemara has a question, Mativ Rabah, Rabah has a question. In Masechet Makot, we learned a Kohen Gadol who is with an, a woman who is an Almana Ugrusha, both. Loke Mishum He gets Makot for two things. One because she's an Almana, one because uh, she's a Grusha. My love, Sheneshemot Vetulo. Isn't it that he only gets two Makot for Almana and Grusha and that's it? Not like Rav Yehuda who said uh, she, he gets Makot also for Loi Halel. The Gemara says, no, no. Shene Shemot Azeh, Shene Shemot Azeh. He gets uh, two sets of Makot. Number one, for, for being an Almana and Loi Halel. And two, for Gerusha and Loi Halel. Meaning, according to this, you'd be Hayav four. So the Gemara says, Yahachi, Emasif. If that's the case, look at what it says at the end of the Mishnah. That a Kohen was with a woman that's a Grusha Bahalutsa, you know, Hayav Elahat. He's only Hayav one. And the problem is, according to Yehuda, he would have to get two. So the Gemara explains, This is what it means. You only Hayav on one of them. But still, there's two Isurim here. Meaning the Hidush over here is that according to this Sebraita, that the halutza is a sur to a kohen only made the rabbanan. And that's why he got, he wouldn't get makot for it. The Gemara says, how do you make sense of that? The halutza made the rabbanan? The hatanya gerusha, only ala gerusha. Halutza mina. And how do I know halutza is also a sur to a kohen? Tamud lomar veisha, that extra vav, we're learning that it's a, that it's a halutza. Meaning it's a drasha from the Torah. It's not a derabanan. 
So the Gemara explains, no, it's really the Rabbanan, Ukras Machta Be'alma. It's really the Rabbanan, and Hachamim just added it as a little bit of help. That was their drasha, but it's not a complete drasha. And Amar Abaye, Kidesh Lokef, a Kohen who's Mekadesh, a woman who's Asur to him, he gets Makot, a Baal, if he was with her, Lokef, he gets Makot, Kidesh Lokef, Mishum Loikah, once he was Mekadesh, just gave her Kiddushin, he gets Makot for Loikah, Baal, once he's with her, Lokef, Mishum Loikah, he gets Makot for Loikah, Rabba Amar, Baal Lokef, Lo Baal, and no Lokef. Rabbi says it all depends if he was uh, with her after Kiddushin, then he gets both Makot. If not, then he doesn't get anything at all. Mishum Nikhtiv, because it says, Lo Yikah Velo Yehalel. It puts them both in the same Pasuk. Matam Lo Yikah. What's the reason you can't give her Kiddushin and get married? Mishum Lo Yehalel. Because we don't want you to get to a point where your Zera will be Halalim. However, Umodea Abaye B'Mahazir Girushato. Abaye agrees. That if Israel remarries his ex-wife after she was already married to someone else, which is not allowed, if all he did was a kiddushin and wasn't with her, he doesn't get makot because it says the Torah says it has to be his isha and meaning there has to be an ishut them being together vehalek and you don't have that. Umodera Aban Rabba also agrees to Abaye that Bechohen Gadol be Almana, when a Kohen Gadol who's with an Almana, she in Baal velo Kiddush. If he was just with her and there was no Kiddushin, Sheloke, he gets a Makot just for the Bia. Because the Pasuk says, Veloya Halel Zarao be Almav, Amar Hamana. The Pasuk says he can't make his Zera Halal. And he, technically, he, he didn't do that when he was with her, even though there was no Kiddushin. He was Mechalel Zera. And both agree. If someone remarries his ex-wife after she was with someone else, so he divorces his wife, she marries someone else, she gets divorced or widowed from that second person, and now she's with her old first husband. Sheim Baal Velokidesh, if he was with her and never did a Kiddushin, Sheinol, okay, he doesn't get Makot because Derech Likuhin Asra Torah, the Pasuk says he can't remarry her. It says Lashuv Lekahta to remarry her, and technically he didn't remarry her, he was just with her, and therefore no Makot. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Uda Omer, Bat Ger Zachar Kebat Halal. Rabbi Uda holds that the daughter of a male convert is like the daughter of a male halal, and they're both a sort of married Kohanim. And Tanya Rabbi Uda Omer, Bat Ger Zachar Kebat Halal Zachar. Rabbi Uda held that the daughter of a male convert is like the daughter of a male halal. It makes sense to recall the Homer to say it, because Ma Halal Sheba Mitipak, Shira, think about it, a halal, he comes from kosher, meaning both his parents are Jewish. And still, Bito Pesula, still his daughter is Pasul to marry a Kohen. Ger Sheba Mitipa Pesula, a convert who comes from an invalid seed, then Enodin Shebito Pesula, all the more so that his daughter should be invalid to marry a Kohen. The problem with that Kalva Homer is that Male Halal Sheken Yetzirato Ba'avera, a Halal, he was created through an Avera. His parents were not allowed to marry each other. But the Ger was conceived in, in a kosher way. But the Gemara says, Kohen Gadol What about a Kohen Gadol marrying an Almana? She'en Yetzirato Be'Avera. The, he, the child is not created by the Avera. Both his parents are Kasher.
but still bitopesula the daughter is pasul. The Gemara says you can't you can't say that because Malakoin Gadol Balmanash can be atob avira. The Koin Gadol and the Almana are not allowed to be together, and that's why his daughter is pesula. But the convert never did anything wrong. The Gemara says halal yochiyah. But what about the halal? That will be a proof that him that the halal being with his wife was Israel. There's no avira, and still his daughter is pesula. Vehazaradin, and then we're back to phase one. And Lora Ize, Kere Ize, the stringency on one side is not the same as on the other. Meaning, the Atzada Shavishibahin, at least let's look at the common denominator between them is She'enan Birov Kahal, that the majority of Bene Israel don't have these mitzvot. This concept of a Kohen Gadot and Almana or Halal, who was created with an Isur that his daughter is Pesula. Also said that a ger, the majority of Benesha are not gerim, and still bito pesula. But the Gemara breaks that up because But you could also say with the Kohen Gadol and Almana and the Halal that there is some sort of avera that got them to that point of pesul. But you don't have that with the ger. The ger never there was no avera. So the Gemara says, Lo kohen gadol Then we have to go back and say, no, it's not that the Kohen Gadol and Almana is going to bring, bring proof. Rather, we're going to bring proof from a first-generation Egyptian. A first-generation Egyptian, he, he can't marry a regular Jewish person. That's why his daughter is Pesula. But the Ger, he's Ra'uita uh, to be with regular Jewish people. And then the Gemara says, no, halal yochiyah. What about the regular halal? He can marry anyone he wants, but still his daughter is pesula to, uh, to Kohen. Behazara, you know, we're going to go back to the beginning. Lora izeh kere izeh, that they have different rules. Atzad ha-shavet shebahen, the common denominator is she'enan berov kahal. The majority of Bnei Israel are not mitzrishon, they're not um, uh, halalim. And still, Ubi Topesula and their daughters are Pasul. I'll bring the convert that is also the majority of Israel are not converts. And Ubi Topesula will say that his daughter is also Pasula for marrying a Kohen. And the Gemara knocks that out because I can always tell you a Mitzri Shon and a Halal. They're posel a woman. If they were with a woman, then at that point she cannot marry a kohen anymore. But uh, the ger is not posel a woman if he's with her. And the Gemara explains ger nami posel And Rabbi Huda, by the way, holds that a ger, if he's with a woman, he makes her posel to marry a kohen. And he actually learns it as a common denominator from the uh, from those two meaning mitzri halal and he'll also bring a ger all three have the same rules the daughter are pasul and they're posel a woman next we learned the mishnah rabbi Eliezer ben yaakov argues on review that if a uh, regular israel married a giyoret the daughter is kasher lekuna and a girl who married the Israelite, also his daughter is Mutar uh, We said that as long as one parent is regular Israel, then there's no problem marrying a Kohen. And Ger, and in regards to a Ger who married a Giyoret, Tanya Rabishimovin a convert, if, uh, if a woman converted less, less than three years old, According to Rabbi Shimon Yochai, she's allowed to marry a kohen. The actual pasuk says any female that was not with a man 
or she couldn't be with a man, she's too young, then you're allowed to keep uh, for yourselves, meaning you're allowed to marry. Now, now, this was in regards to the war of Bnei Israel against Midian, and Pinchas was with them, and he was a Kohen. And how could he take her? And there are, uh, obviously, that uh, if she's under the age of three, she, uh, the Kohanim are allowed to marry the convert. The Rabbanan would say, Rabbanan, you're only keeping them as slaves, but not to marry. And all four rabbis were Doresh the same Pasuk. It says, They're not, Kohanim are not allowed to marry a widow or a divorcee, only Betulot, women who were never married, Mizera Bet Israel. Now, the Mahlok the is in regards to the word Zera. Rabbi Uda Savar Adi'it call Zera Misrael until both parents have to be from Israel. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Savar Mizera Vafilu Miktsad Zera. Even if some of the Zera, meaning even if one parent is Israel, that's okay. Rabbi Yossi Savar Mishin Israel be Israel. Rabbi Yossi held that as long as they were conceived when they were Israel. And Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai Savar Mishin Israel. As long as her betulin happened while she's Israel, meaning after the age of three. So as long as that happened after she was Israel, then she's okay to marry a Kohen. And Amar Lerav Nachman Nerabah. Hai Kera, that pasuk that we just brought, Resha, in the beginning it says, Almana Grusha Hulahem Nashim. It sounds like Akira Resha Bekohen Gadol. The first part's talking about a Kohen Gadol, which says also Almana. Visefa. And then when it says the almana shetiya almana mikohen yichud that a kohen is allowed to marry an almana, it's mikohen idiot. It sounds like it switches from a regular from a kohen gadol to a regular kohen. And Amar Ini told him, yeah, it switches in the middle of the pasuk. And the gemara has a problem. V'chatav kera hachi. Does the pasuk really talk that way? It starts off with one thing and then it goes to another. Amar Ini told so he told him yes. Dichtiv here. Look what it says in regards to Shmuel Hanavi. Bnei Elohim ter michbe u'Shmuel shochev behechal Hashem. Before the candle of God has been extinguished, Shmuel is sleeping in the hechal of Hashem. Now, v'halo any shiva ba'azara ela lemalcheh betavid bilvad. But didn't we learn that the, you no know, one's allowed to even sit in the hechal of Hashem ex, except uh, the kings from betavid? Only them. So how is Shmuel sleeping there? Ela, you have to say, Ner Elohim terem Hashem. Rather, you have to explain as follows. Before Hashem's candle has been extinguished in the Hechal, Ushmuel Shochev, and Shmuel is sleeping somewhere else, Shmuel Shochev Bimkoma, wherever he is, wherever the Levim are sleeping. So you see, there is such thing as Psukim going from one thing to the other. So the Gemara says, okay, but it says, an almana who is an almana from a Kohen, they're allowed to marry. It sounds like if she was married in Misraelo, if she was married to a Kohen, then she's allowed to marry another Kohen. But if this almana was married to Israel, she's not allowed to. So the Gemara explains, this is what that Pasuk means. From Kohanim, they'll take Mish'ar Kohanim Mikhu. Other Kohanim meaning not Kohen Gadol. And Tanenami Yachi, we have Brayta like that. Mikohen Yikahu, Mish'ar Kohanim Mikhu. Other Kohanim can take. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Min Hamasi'im Lichuna Yikahu. Rabbi Yehuda uses this for his Shita, and he says, you're only allowed to marry from a woman who is a Kasher to marry a Kohen, meaning not Gerim. 
because Rabbi Yehuda Tamer, Rabbi Yehuda goes to the Shita, the Amar Bat Ger Zachar, Kebat Halal Zachar, the daughter of a male Ger is like the daughter of a male Halal. And if you're allowed to marry his daughter, you're allowed to marry his widow. And if you're not allowed to marry his daughter, you're not allowed to marry his widow. And if the widow became Pasul Likuna, then at that point uh, you can't marry the daughter either, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Now, Rabbi Yossi Omer, Afsheger, Nasagi Yoret, Rabbi Yossi in the Mishnah held that even though a convert married a, a convert, the daughter is Kasher Kuna if she was born Jewish. And Amar of Hamnuna, Mishemed Ula, Halachaker Rabbi Yossi. Vechen Amar Ba Barbarhana, Halachaker Rabbi Yossi. Umiyom Sheharav Beta Migdash. And from the time the Beta Migdash was destroyed and there was no more Sanhedrin to check into the lineage of Kohanim, Nagu Kohanim Sil Sul Be'atzman Keribili Ezer Ben Yaakov. The Kohanim, they they had a custom to be more stringent and be like Kribili Ezer Ben Yaakov that a Kohen does not marry the daughter of a of converts and Amar of Nahman Amali Huna Bali Malech Morim Loker Bil Ezra Ben Yaakov. If a boy is coming to ask, he's a Kohen, he's coming to ask, Can I marry this daughter of converts? We tell him like Rabbi Ezra Ben Yaakov. However, Nasa, if you already married her, then En Motsi Nota Mimenu Kerbiosi. Then that's it. We don't tell them to get divorced, we're just going to let them stay married like Rabbi Next Mishnah. Haomer Mamzer. If a father says about his son that, oh, this child is a Mamzer, I was with a relative, and that's how we had this child. And on Eman, we don't believe the father because he's considered a relative to this child, and a, child, and a relative cannot testify on a relative. Number two, the Me'iri explains that when you're saying that this child is a Mamzer, what you're in essence saying is that you're a Rasha. And we have a famous rule, a person does not make himself a rasha, therefore we don't believe you. And even if both the father and the mother, they say it can't be from this father, it has to be from someone else, and the child is a mamzer, we still don't believe them. We do believe them. Rabbi Udab says we do believe the father, not the mother. We do believe the father because a person has the right to say that this is my son. And the same way he has the right to say that this is not my son, according to Rabbi Udab. Now, like Ma asks, Why did the Mishnah have to say that even if both uh, the parents are saying that the child's a Mazir, we don't believe them? So the Gemara explains, Lomi Baya Ka'amar, they're talking in a not just way of talking. Meaning, Lomi Baya Lokim Le. Meaning, not just the father. How is he supposed to know what went on with the mother? Maybe it is actually his baby. But even her, even the mom, who she knows who she was with and who she wasn't with, and she, even her, we don't believe her. Not just when this child has a hazaka of being a kosher, a kosher Jew, that we don't believe the parents. But even a fetus, he is not even in the world. He doesn't even have a hazakaf kashrut yet. Still, we don't believe the parents. Next, the Mishnah says, Rabbi Uda says, we believe uh, we believe the uh, the father. Because Yakir, the pasuk says that the father has to recognize who the bechor is and give him double. Meaning, Yakirenu laacherim. He has to recognize him to other people. Mikan Amar Biuda Neiman Adam Lomar Zeb Beni Bechor. From here, 
the Rebuda says a person has the, uh, has the right to say, he's, he's trusted to say, this is my Bechor. The same way he ha- he's trusted when he says, this is my son, he's a Bechor. He's also believed to say that this is a Ben Girusha, this is a Ben Halutza, meaning this, uh, you know, this is my child from uh, his mother was a divorcee, Halutza, and whatever other Psulim. Hachim say he is not believed. The Torah gave you a right to say that he's a Bechor, and that's it, nothing else. And Amar le Rav Nachman by Yitzchak le Rava Bishlam Amar Rav Yehuda. I understand the point of view. Rav Yehuda, how do you Yakir? Now I understand why it says Yakir to recognize him. El Rabanan Yakir Lamali. Why according to Rabban does it say Yakir? So that my explains a bit. Sarichekir. I was talking about a child who needs to be recognized. Meaning these parents came from overseas. They're new to this city. We don't know who his children are. Who's a bechor and a bechor. Because the Torah said Yakir, it gave the father the right, or we believe him, to say that this child is a Bechor. So now, Lemayel Cheta, to what the halacha, Latet Lopi Shenaim, is to give him double inheritance, Pshita, Lamalikra. Well, it's obvious the father is trusted, Warani Pasuk, meaning Migodi Ibaim Etvalid Matara. He could actually give this kid the gift while he's still alive. Miloya Vele, what we wouldn't have given it to him, meaning we should believe him through Omega. He could have given it to him uh, while he's alive. The fact that he didn't give it to him while he's alive, he would give, uh, then we should give it to him after death. So, Mark explains, no, we're talking about Minchasim Shinaflu Le'ahar Mikan. We're talking in regards to assets that came to the father after he said that this child is a Bechor. Meaning, maybe the Mego works only on things that the father already had, but not things that he. Uh, will have after he made the statement this is a Bechor that's why you need the word Yakir to tell me that he has the right to say this is a Bechor and no matter what I have by the time I die he gets double now now what about Rabbi Meir? Rabbi Meir holds a person can give someone something that doesn't exist a person can sell something that doesn't exist a person can buy something that doesn't exist you could handle anything that doesn't exist yet. So over here, he could give him double of future earnings. So then according to Rabbi Meir, why do you need the word Yakir? So the Gemara explains, When assets came to the father while he was on his deathbed, he was about to die, even Rabbi Meir would agree you can't give those things or those future things as a gift because at the time where he's a goses, a goses can't give a matana anymore. That's the way Rashi explains it, Tosfolk sense because he won't be able to talk anymore. So either way, one way or another, he can't give gifts anymore. So what gave the, the father the right to give uh, this uh, boy double? It's because it says Yakir. And based on this, anything that comes to the father after death, so anything that, let's say he had stocks and the stocks were making money after he died, the, the Bechor wouldn't get double from any money made after. Because from that point forward, the, uh, he wouldn't be able to give it to him as a gift. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen Amen.